Good morning, my friend. Good evening, my friends. Um, Aretha Franklin today, huh? Yes, I had to think about. <laughs> to think about that, it's been a long day. Yeah. What is he talking about, Aretha Franklin? Yeah. Well, you, you know, know I. Like, oh, yeah. So here's here's the funny thing. Okay, I, I've started to think. Okay, maybe we should talk about the song first because if I go right into the day. Like, that's a really good thing to start out with. So when I ask about your song, you're like, it's been a really long day. So I'm like, Rich, what the hell do you want to talk about? Like, Oh, no, we'll talk about the song. <laughs> so um, I often get people ask me how I pick the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I pick them different ways. So sometimes I get requests. Uh, sometimes there's a song that I can't get out of my head. Yeah. And sometimes, like this morning, you uh, – you get an incredible Uber ride to work where the Uber driver turns up the radio and you think it's because you're singing Toto's Africa a little too loud, but then you realize it's because he wanted to sing too. And so he turned it up so that he could sing. But I had done Toto's Africa the other week and then the next song on just as I was getting to work was I Say a Little Prayer for You. So I was like, that seems to fit for a Friday. Let's do that. Yes. Yes. Well, it, it is. Um, I, 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 it's, it's good that we're talking about singing. Um, we actually, we were doing the live last night and it was, I don't know if you know, uh, if you know Ginger Snaps, but it was her birthday. Uh, so we all basically decided that we were going to hop on a live afterwards and we were going to sing happy birthday. Uh, the whole singing thing was led by Mr. Willie Gillis and then Mr. Willie Gillis did not show up to the zoom call so yeah. yeah he um he had important shit to do okay i got snaps of what he was doing and let oh. me just say she's way cuter than any of you okay he was hanging with his girl i see i see i see well we will always absolutely uh go for yeah that. she trumps yeah. she wins totally totally, totally. <laughs> I do you know what what upsets me about your lives is that they're always when I'm at work. So unless I have the day off or it's a public holiday, I miss out on them. Yeah, I, I think I, I, so. I think for these ones that are scheduled, that's the case. Um, I've done a couple of lives here and there over the last couple of weeks where I just kind of like pop on. Um, and like that's that's the thing. Like it's always it's always fun when uh when when you are on those because you do pop in every so often mm. but like you know you're you're busy and you're literally are it, it's when i think about how consistent we are doing this podcast it's incredible because of the time difference uh because it's it's literally the very end of your friday and it is before a reasonably sane person would start theirs over here so yes that is true yeah so um I guess that's kind of a shout out to us for being able to put these out on average for what, probably 48, 49 weeks a year we do these. Man, incredible. Um, Yeah, we are. (laughs) So is there anything from this week that you want to get into or do you just want to say it was kind of a rough I have two. I have like, I have had my ranty pants on two days in a row. Okay. And I actually didn't do stories purposely this morning. 
because I wanted to share my ranty pants with you instead. <laughs> Do you like that? I, I actually, you, yeah, I, I in like. In case you, we got an opportunity, <laughs> I, I like. I like that you've bottled up the 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 rant. The, rant. the one thing, the one thing that I will say for you guys is we're early on into the podcast. Before we get into my week, because I feel like that's going to be a little bit later. Um, I do want to say that we're doing the uh, fundraiser shirt for Valerie, and basically all the proceeds from the shirt sales are going directly to her GoFundMe. So if you want to pick one of those up. That is linked in the show notes. Uh, and if you just decide that you want to go and contribute to her GoFundMe straight away, that's also linked up in the show notes. So, And if uh, you'd like to take bets on how long it will take for my internationally delivered shirt to come to me, I will, <laughs> I will put that. That can be my question of the week, right? I will order my shirt and then that will be the question of the week. How many days do you think it's going to take? Because like, I've already seen Daryl's fuck cancer picture and I'm starting to, like, I know others will start to have theirs and then you're going to have like three or four weeks and then Rachel will have hers. So, maybe know. maybe that's the thing. When I say this is an ongoing thing, we're, we have to do it at least until you get your shirt. So, Well, yeah, <laughs> we'll I mean, we're just continuously going to fuck cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is going to be fantastic today. I can already feel it. Oh man. All right, you got those pants on? Yeah, so do you want the delayed rant or today's rant? We'll go with the delayed rant first. Yeah, yeah, let's let's build up to today. Let's start with the delayed one. So last night I went, uh, I, I don't know whether other women are like this. I'm sure they are. I, I find it much easier to spend money on other people than myself, with exception to brooches. I'm okay with getting brooches. But what I have discovered in the last week is that I'm actually in desperate need of underwear. And not just a little bit. Like, you see those TV shows where they make fun of the husbands because their underwear's falling apart, but they won't throw it out. That's me. That's you. That's me. I've, I've got my, you know, I've got my fancy stuff, but, like, <laughs> that's not your everyday underwear. And, um... And so I desperately need to buy underwear and there's only one place that I can find the stuff that is really comfortable. And when I got there yesterday, because Thursdays are late night shopping in Australia, they were shut. And because they were shut, I happened to walk past the outlet of the plus size store that I really love. And like, I mean, it's just rude to walk past the outlet. Explain night shopping because I'm not familiar with it. Do Do you guys not have Thursday night shopping? No, what's Thursday night shopping? Okay, so in Australia, this started many, many years ago uh, when I was a child, maybe even before. Um, in order for people that work nine to five to be able to get their groceries and stuff done, because back then shops were open for a few hours on a Saturday and definitely never on a Sunday. Right. They would do extended hours. So instead of closing at five, shops would close at nine on a Thursday. And even now we like, so we would have compared to other places. I I definitely compared to like the States and stuff, our hours for our stores are much shorter, I think. Yeah. Um, But even though we've picked up Sundays and our hours on Saturdays are longer, we still have what we call late night shopping on a Thursday. Got it. Which is that standardly most stores remain open till at least seven but generally nine o'clock. That's fascinating because for as long as I can remember, 
it has been um, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., pretty much standard everywhere, Monday through Saturday. And then Sunday has been 12 to 6 in most cases for like retail. And then you mentioned grocery shopping. A lot of our grocery stores are are twenty four seven. Yeah, see, so, you you, know. you won't find Kmart is the only store here that you'll find is twenty four hour. Yeah, Kmart, McDonald's, and occasionally a pharmacy. Like there, there'll be sort of maybe one pharmacy in each town that's twenty four hours. Okay, so this is my this is my sidebar. We're not gonna we're not gonna get into like a sidebar conversation. But do you remember when we were having the podcast? <laughs> And the, you were in the McDonald's parking lot, and there was the whole yes. thing going on. And it's all the drug deal happening next to me. <laughs> oh my you god, that was priceless. You, you, know, you can't write shows like that. Okay? <laughs> it was, but what was so funny was when you put it together, you're like, oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> That's okay. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I went late night shopping last night and for whatever reason the store wasn't shut. Okay. Like was was shut early. And and that's not an untypical thing during COVID. Like right. <clears throat> it's expensive to keep the stores open when not everyone's going. I get it. So it's disappointed. And then I've walked past the outlet of the plus size um store that I love and I thought, huh, you know, I mean it's just rude to walk past and ooh, I like that yellow shirt and I hope it's in my size. So I've gone in. Massive savings, right? That's women. That's how we do it. We don't say we spent a lot of money. We say we saved a lot of money. Because <coughs> realistically, I did. I was getting like $60 bras for $20. And they had all of their active wear on special. And I go to the gym now. So that's a justified expenditure. Of course. Of course. Right. And there was a girl there. And I realized that I'm getting old because I would classify her as a young girl. So she was about 24. <laughs> right. And she was a big girl because it's a plus size store. And she walks out in this satin, like, cocktail dress. And it's in this beautiful teal color, like, vibrant. Think peacock blue, right? Really just a beautiful, beautiful dress. And she looked amazing. And she was probably, if we're going American sizes, she's probably a size 20. Um, which to me is almost mid-size, but anyway. Um, she's walked out in this dress and me not even thinking, I looked at her and I went, that color looks amazing on you. And she blushed, you know, thank you. You know, that's really sweet. And she's like, I like it. It's just not like anything I've ever worn before. I said, oh, what's it for? And she's gone, "Uh, I'm going to a wedding. And I've gone, well, it's beautiful for a wedding. I said, it's very suitable for a wedding. And she's like, I'm just tossing up between this and a black dress. And her friend is standing next to her and her friend is a slim girl. And her friend goes, I think I like the teal. And I've gone, oh, I like the teal. I haven't seen the black one, but I like the teal. And the friend says to her, oh, go try on the black one. And this other lady that was in the store who would I would say was the same age as me turns around and goes, oh, no, the black is much better. It's very slimming and very flattering on you. And 
this girl's face just drops. She goes in, puts on the black dress, she walks out. And I get why the woman said that it was flattering because, yeah, okay, it gives the illusion of a different body shape. But what it didn't do was make her look special. There was absolutely nothing special about this dress. And I know that for this girl, this is a moment. This is a comfort zone moment. Do I take the dress that makes me feel like a princess, even though it's not like anything I've ever worn before, but I might actually get attention in it? Or do I take the safe option? Now, the dress that she had as the safe option is a dress that I've seen a million, million plus size women wear. It's basically plus size fashion 101. It's, I don't even think I would say it was flattering. It's just boring. It's like, oh, you wait. Hey. It as, you described it as safe and within a comfort zone. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it was like straight to the knees. Yeah. And it covered her for dubitas is what I call the upper part of the arms. For anyone okay. playing along at home. Okay. They get a bit self-conscious. I'm like, oh, did my fedubitas look big? <laughs> do they look jiggly in this? I thought when you um, said that. I thought when you said that you were going to say for boobs. I, I, oh, no. The dubitas are the top of your arms. Okay. Ladies will know. Like the gotcha. loose bits at the top of your arms. Gotcha. Yeah, for dubitas. And, um, <laughs> and I... I literally want to scream at her to not buy this dress. Yeah. yeah. And the other woman's like, see, I told you it's much more slimming, much more flattering. And I'm thinking, bitch, I will knife you. Just shut up. <laughs> but what I actually said was, and, and because I could see that she was kind of busty and the way that it sat yeah. was doing her no favors. Okay. I said to her, have you done the sit test? And she's like, what's the sit test? And her friend looks at me and goes, I do that all the time when I buy jeans. And I'm like, yeah. I said, look, if you want to know whether or not you're comfortable in something, I said, particularly if you're wearing something to a wedding and you're going to wear it all day, go and sit down on the little stool in the change room and see how you feel within your body and within that dress when you sit in it. And the minute she sat, that cleavage rose up out of the dress and I could tell she was not comfortable. And the teal dress did not have that problem. And she was like, oh, I never thought to do that. And I'm like, oh, I always do that. I said, many a dress I bought that I never wore. (laughs) And she's like, oh, okay. And then she's, bless her, she's FaceTiming her mum and she's showing her mum these two dresses. And in the meantime... The the bitchy lady gets served and leaves. Good. So she's and, out of the picture. Good. And she, she didn't need to be there anyway. No. And the girl's mother convinces her that the teal dress is the way to go. Love it. She picks it. She buys it. She leaves. Yeah. And I said to the girl behind the counter, because I know this girl. I, I like I've, I've shopped there quite a bit. Yeah. Years. She knows me. Yeah. Exactly. I know her. And I said to her, I am so sorry. It just makes my blood boil when people say things like that. She's like, what do you mean? And I've gone slimming and flattering. When, when you said slim, when you described it and said slimming, my jaw clenched. Yeah. Like I I just, you're like, oh no. Because heaven forbid this girl have a big body and show it. 
Heaven forbid that she dress sexy to her. Heaven forbid anyone notice her in anything other than the safe black dress that will make her blend in the background. Well, and I, I think the really important thing is you said this was a, this teal dress was something that she was very excited about when she put it She on. was. Like, and she and, just and looked... you mentioned, but you mentioned her getting attention and it was like, it's the right kind of attention because of how she's carrying herself. Exactly. And she's a young girl. And this is a really common problem in the plus size fashion industry is that there are very few <clears throat> flatter, like, oh, I hate the word flattering. There are very few fashion conscious plus size outfits yeah. for young women, because sometimes what a designer will do is they will just extend the, the measurements. Mm. But unfortunately plus size bodies are different to slim bodies you can't just, you, you do have to slightly alter the shape. You don't have to alter the pattern, the color, the anything. Just convert it so that it sits over the fat rather than working against it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Surprisingly, I, I do. I'm, I'm, following, I'm following along with this. this and, is... and so I said to the girl, I said, it just makes my blood boil that she dare tell her that something makes her look more slimming or more flattering. I said, like, the worst thing that anyone can be is big. And I said, like, I said, I said to her, I'm buying a yellow top. Does the yellow top make me look fat? No. The fact that I'm fat makes me look fat. The yellow top just makes me look yellow. And it's, it's just this thing of, I'm just so sick of like, I just reached a point where I am so sick of a thin person being able to eat whatever they want on social media and nobody says anything about it. And if you've got TikTok, you see this, these skinny girls that do the McDonald's food challenge or the Pizza Hut challenge and everyone goes, wow, that's awesome. You go girl. That's incredible. Now, personally, I think anyone that can eat a whole pizza is freaking phenomenal human being. I cannot do it. Even when I was at my biggest, I couldn't eat a whole pizza. Um, does this but, pizza have to be what, what size what, what size pizza does it have to be when you start to become impressed oh it, it has to be large and it can't be thin crust Damn, thin I crust is to, cheating if we're trying I, I had a medium I had a medium thin crust pizza last night it was really okay. good well I am mildly impressed and, <laughs> did it have banana peppers <laughs> Funny. and Funny. so yeah and it just seems to be this thing of heaven forbid a fat woman, a plus size woman, a big woman, or I guess a big man as well. I can't speak about it. I'm not a man. But heaven forbid a big woman eat anything. Because if you eat pizza, oh, you're going to die. But if you eat the salad, they're like, oh, yeah, right. Who are you kidding? Just eat the fucking pizza. You can't win. And literally, it triggers every part of me that spent Years binging, purging, and then you know, I haven't been comfortable eating a meal in public ever that I can remember, ever, and and it starts with bullshit like it's slimming or it's flattering. 
fuck you. She was a beautiful girl. She looked beautiful in the dress. You didn't have to say anything else. Beautiful girl, beautiful dress. Now, have I ever said to somebody, you know what, actually with material like that, maybe you want to size up a bit? Yeah. Or actually it looks a little big, maybe size down. That's different. Beautiful girl, beautiful dress. That's all that needed to be said. Fuck you with your slimming thing. And so then I've said all the, <laughs> I've said a version of this to the girl behind the counter and she goes to me, do you want to know what's worse? And I've gone, what? She, has, she used to work for us. And I've gone, oh, the slimming lady. And she's like, yeah, she didn't last. We're a body positive brand. And I'm just like, and, I, and I'm just so, yeah, right? So if you want to wear black dresses, ladies, do it. It's not my style. I'm not really, I think I've got one. Actually, I've got two. I've got one black dress and I've got a funeral dress. So chances are if you die, I wear the same dress to every funeral I go to. You'll see it eventually. Um, <laughs> You're coming to my was, funeral? Thank it you. was Well, of course. No, I just mean like somebody will see it eventually. <laughs> Literally bought this dress. Actually, from the very store with the you know, that I was at last night. Bought this dress for that purpose. Because <laughs> people die. Um because then I don't, that's one less thing to worry about when you're not really in the mindset to worry about it. Yes. Um, but I just, why is it so horrible for big women to be seen? Uh, it's, it's not what we, what we really need to get to because what's, what's actually been helpful with, we talk about standards, body standards, beauty standards and that all the time. And, and, you know, for for years, everything was because of mass media. Like if you were going to see what the standards were, you'd read the magazines, you'd watch the TV, you know, see the movies. But we're, we're at a point now where everybody really curates their own experience. And this is why I'm so much on, look, I don't care what you look like. I don't care what size you are. Like you need to think you're the sexiest person there is. You need to be at the top of your standard. Does that mean that if like you're deciding that you're going to do things like right now, you're you're working out. So if by you working out, you know, the shape of your body changes, that doesn't mean like you're still the standard. You're the evolving standard of of confidence and sexiness in your own mind. Like you should always be top of mind for that. So I, I think, you know, this this whole thing of what other people say and what's been like, like slimming, like these these stupid words or, you know, slimming. Yeah, like it, it's bullshit. Flattering like, what? Look, look at where you are right now, and just like freaking pick something on your body that you like, and you know, like at, at just and, and and focus on that, and start setting like looking at, look at yourself as your own example. Like I, I feel like you and I both do a really good job because, and again, nobody's going to be on this a hundred percent of the time, but I, I think we have a very you know just a very positive view of ourselves as individuals. And like, I just, I wish we could bottle it up and like give it to people, man. Cause like they just, they, they got to set their own standards. And, and again, this woman that's saying this shit, it is way more like it, it it's cliche. And yeah, I understand when people say stuff, it, it, it hurts and it sucks, but it's like, it's really a reflection of her. 
Like, what's wrong with her? Why does she feel compelled to, like, jump in and say this stuff to people? And if the girl behind the counter said, hey, she used to work for us, she didn't last. Like, what other kind of – like, what compels her to say this to people? That's, but that's an issue with her. It's not an, an, an issue with the individual. Like, you know, find the find the accounts on social media that, that push out the type of, of body positivity that you want. Find people that, that, that look like – like when we're talking about this, it's pretty cut and dry. Like you, you should find yourself to be attractive and be confident. So if you don't like, want to do you, no one else is going to want to do you. You know what? I was – I was getting very long winded on this and you basically summarize the entire thing. Yes. That, that's, that's the whole thing. If you don't, if you don't want to do you, no one else is going to want to a hundred percent. There you go. Done. Um, but it just like, it's been a week like that. I've actually had a week where I have been a little less confident in myself. And part of that is actually because in the last week, one of the biggest news stories in Australia is the fact that a plus-size swimwear brand in Australia bought two billboards. And they're... Have you seen this? We talked about this. Did we? We did. Snapchat. That's right, we did. I'm thinking (laughs) we didn't talk about it on the podcast. I knew that. And, and And that's the biggest news, that a size 20 woman is wearing a bikini on a billboard. And there's this big uproar. It's promoting obesity. I'm thinking, I don't think any obese person is going to say, you know what? <laughs> Eat a whole lot more. Don't eat your body. Pick up some sort of hormonal disease or illness or rheumatoid arthritis or any autoimmune disease that causes you to gain an excess amount of weight. You know what? Do all of those things because fuck yeah, obesity. This is the way we want to live. Nobody's doing that. What they're saying is, you know what? She doesn't want to swim naked. She actually wants to swim. Hey, we've got swimming costumes. Buy one. And got my attention. I went and looked at their site. I love their bikinis. I'm not going to buy one. You know why? Not because I don't have the confidence to wear it, but because I actually swim when I swim. And um, I have a lot of loose skin in my belly. And let's just say when it's not held tight, when I'm swimming, it kind of drags (laughs) Well, they're very fun to play with under the water, like, let's just say. <laughs> um, but, you know, but they have other stuff that I want. And I'm like, ooh, yeah. Vic, that's cute. That's cute. That's cute. Why? What? Who is it hurting? Who is it hurting to have a so woman this, be this in love was with like, how she looks? So this was major news. Like, this was the major news outlets. This oh, yeah, this was leading. Right. This was on all the morning so, shows. I just, I find... When I like, for one, you know, you'll hear a lot of people say that they can't watch the news. I can't even watch like ESPN for sports. Like I, I grew up watching it. Like it was such a, it, it was always on. But like they've become so like everything is so watered down, and they try to like since they try to make things sensational that really aren't, and they try to make things overamped. And like I, I just I think media in general like. They're, they're just grasping at straws. So for them to make a cover story, like, and, and that's like, oh, they're promoting obesity. Like, how freaking lazy are you? Like, I, I mean, seriously, Probably that's going to be the angle to that be you obese. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. 
it's just uh, it's so ridiculous do they not yeah. get how it my favorite part is when all the people like all the keyboard warriors are like we're turning into america and i'm like not likely but, no. <laughs> but you know what i mean like what's the saying if you cannot fix someone's problem in five minutes don't bring it up if you look at somebody and go oh actually i think their weight is a health problem for starters who are these people that they think that these plus-size people leave the house and don't know that they're overweight well why why is somebody else's personal health anyone else's business I mean that that to me, and it's like here's the here's the thing with health and fitness. I have a very clear message. Somebody hears my message. If they like it and they want to like, you know, watch and listen to more of it, they can. If they don't like it, they move on. And like, if somebody if somebody wants to be like just again, they should surround themselves with the type of body positivity that is similar to like how they look now and as they evolve with whatever it is they do, or maybe they, they don't evolve. Maybe they stay exactly the same. Um, you know, like that's for them. That's not for somebody. You should not take your own view of what you think a body standard is and put that on other people. Like this whole thing. I've all, I just, I find it stupid. Cause it's like, it's exactly what you said. It's like, you know, like people, people are very aware of their physical condition. And if they're working to change it, great. If they're not, that's for them. Maybe they're happy. Health and fitness is not the end-all, be-all. I mean, like, it's just not. My favorite part of last night, besides scoring active, like, singlets for the gym for 13 bucks, was (laughs) the conversation that I had with the girl that worked there because I noticed that she dropped weight. And I was like, oh, you've, you've lost weight. Now, that is not a judgment call. No, it's not. It's an That's observation. That's not saying you look amazing or you whatever, because realistically, I know the lowest I've weighed as an adult was during the worst period of my life. So I'm not going to tell anybody that they look amazing when they're thin unless I know that they're celebrating it. Right. In which case, woohoo, I'll get on board. I'll celebrate you. Um, and I said to her, oh, you've lost weight. And she said to me, um, I'm trying to have a baby. And I've gone, oh, Okay. She's like, is it wrong to say that as soon as I have that baby, I don't care if all my weight goes back on? And I'm like, no. If you're happy, you're happy. If you feel good where you're at, you feel good where you're at. I said, realistically, if you need IVF, you need to fit a weight criteria, says the woman that knows from experience. (laughs) And then I ended up giving her Andrew's number. (laughs) Like, instead if you, you know put a time zone on this honestly, this guy he's you know he's he's a good personal that's trainer. that's how that's that's how it works honestly yeah so. but there we were two women having a because com- she she actually commented on the amount of active wear that i was buying and she's yeah. she looked at me and she had this sort of wry smile and she's like new year new you and i've gone no honey been doing the gym thing since the <laughs> last year you should and she's like you you go, girl <laughs> <laughs> but this is like this is it, right? Why can't we just, I, for starters, why can't we just make it knowledge that if anyone tells you that something is slimming or flattering, they're being a patronizing fuck and you're going to call them out on it. 
Is it my favorite TikTok that I've seen in the last week? And we will get to TikTok in a minute because that's rant number two. We always do. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite TikTok that I've seen the last week was a girl who would be, by medical standards, classified as overweight. I wouldn't say she yeah. was obese, but she's overweight. And somebody said to her, you're eating chips. And she goes, yeah, she's playing both characters in this, by the way. She's like, yeah. yeah. And they're like, but you're overweight. And she's like, over what weight? And they're like, overweight. And she's like, but over what weight? You don't know how much I weigh. But you're overweight. According to what weight? According to the BMI. Yeah, but the BMI is outdated. And it's been proven for this, this, and this. And yeah, no. But you're overweight. But over what weight? Like, and just was this constant back and forth. I wish I'd sent it to you. I'll see if I can find it. But I just thought it was really clever. It's nobody's business. It's not. Not at all. It's nobody's business. And I, look, what makes me sad is that, for starters, what makes me sad is the amount of people that make these comments because I live in a country with uh, uh, national health care. Um, where they go, oh, you know, they're a drain on our resources. Well, no, not if you're saying that the obesity is going to kill us, you know, before 40. No, man, you with your like healthy body and you're going to be way more of a drain on the resources. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I look, I, it's just not your business. And at that, some point, as a grown-up, you have to go, not my monkey, not my circus. Yeah. I think we did well with rant number one. That was, uh, that, that was a very insightful uh, rant. And, um, and yeah, I, I think it, I, 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 and automatically when I hear you talking about this, you're like, we need to put out, you know, we need to stop this message. So I'm always like, well, Rach, you should start your podcast. <laughs> well, and, and honestly, I, I, I would, I think you just call it rants with Rach. And you just, whenever you want to do one of these tirades, you just do them. I could do that. Oh, you totally could do that. I could do that. I could do rants with Rach. Yeah. I'll think about that. So today's second rant So for anyone that follows me on TikTok, which is a few of you, actually, there aren't a lot of people, but a few of them are in our community. (laughs) Um, For anyone that follows me on TikTok, you will know that my TikTok is almost exclusively film reviews. And at the moment, I'm watching Gossip Girl because I kind of got pressured into it. So I do reviews of every episode. (laughs) And today, (laughs) I did a non- Film review, non-gossip girl TikTok, which is rare. Usually it is pop culture related. There is a guy on TikTok who uses the job title Relationship Coach. Oh, boy. Now, for starters, this is going to sound really cynical, but I feel like relationship coaches should be proven to be in long-term relationships or proven to be married (laughs) in order to be a relationship coach. It's like there's a reasonable level of expectation of fitness if you're going to be a PT of some sort, right? Ooh, ooh, hold no, on. No, no, no. Hold on. 
That's not necessarily, that's actually changing. But that's what I mean is, but fitness related, <laughs> you got what I meant there though. I don't mean you have to be fit. You have to have fitness knowledge. You have to have fitness experience to be a PT. I, I think you, I think you have to, yes, you have to have experience. And before you have the experience, you have to lead by example on what it is you're doing. I would agree. See, uh, there naturally. we go. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. I, that was a case of this is when it's good that you're my buffer because you knew I didn't mean it the way it came out. But you also called me on my bullshit so that I could yeah, fluster a little bit in trying to correct myself. Yes, but I, I wanted to redirect you and get back to this this relationship so, coach. Relationship rant that you're coach. Ready to go. Yes. Um. Who also happens to be Australian. Well done, dickhead. Um, and he gets asked questions. There's probably a lot of women that follow him because he's not unattractive. Um, he's not my kind of attractive, but then I tend to prefer. <laughs> I love like, it. You didn't say women follow him because he's un- he's attractive. You said they follow him because he's not unattractive. Like you you didn't want to go with the positive. There. Yeah, Just no, I don't. I don't. Because I love that. you know. He's a dipshit, and I will okay. get to why. Dig it. Okay. So he gets asked a lot of different questions, and one of his questions was like, having guys pick you up for dates and stuff. And this girl said to him, oh, um, what if you don't want to give a guy your address? And he launches into this tirade of, well, it sounds like you're not ready to be dating if you don't want a guy, like, if you don't want to give him your address. And, and you know, what do you think really is going to happen? And if you don't know him well enough to give him your address, why are you going on a date with him? And and I just was like, oh, hold my beer. <laughs> and he was like, you should just, you know, go out on a date with him, get to know him, let him drive you home. And I was just like, oh, my God. Oh my God, because if ever there was an example of white male privilege, it was the, the one minute. That's how long you have on TikTok. One minute was his one minute rant about why this woman was being irrational that she didn't want a stranger to pick her up from her house. To which I did my first ever stitch on TikTok. I played the first two seconds and then went, this is not what I usually do on TikTok. I'm too busy doing this sort of stuff professionally. But he goes, hi, Kylie. Please disregard everything that you were just told. <laughs> it is not irrational to not want to give a stranger your address. It, you know, and basically, <sighs> what kind of ignorant man doesn't contemplate the safety consequences for women. And so then he's he's copped a bit of flack on this, right? FYI, I've gotten some really nice messages about this this stitch that I did. And and I'll just have it be said, I in no way insulted him during this stitch. All of my information was directed at her and about how she was within her rights, that she was being smart that she would be ready to make the decision when she was ready. Follow your instincts is what I said. Didn't insult him at all. Then I read his responses to some of these people and he's just like, well, what do you think? You're going to get murdered? Okay. Well, learn self-defense, get a big dog, um, and learn how to read people's psyches so you don't go home with a psycho. 
To which somebody comments, <laughs> high five, not me, by the way, comments, um, have you heard of a serial killer called Ted Bundy? Because he was exceptionally charming and, you know, he convinced a lot of women <laughs> to yeah. get in his oh, car. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and what, what gets me is that he's like, learn to read people. And I'm like, did they teach you that in relationship coaching 101? Um, because here's the thing in Australia, it's actual, like in America, from my understanding, you can use the term therapist or psychologist without having to have the actual qualification mm. in, um, legally. You, you can't be prosecuted for using the term. In That's... Australia, yeah, investigate that. My understanding is, is that it depends on where you are in America, but you can go without yeah. being prosecuted. Yeah. In that, Australia, if you use the term therapist or psychologist and you are not qualified, it is a $30,000 fine. So he can't use any, either of those terms. He can use the term expert or coach, but without Guru an actual qualification, thing, but... he can't use any other sort of word. And um, and so then he, and then like just because the hole was not deep enough, he then does another one going, so the odds of getting murdered on your date is this. And you're far more likely to actually get hurt having an accident on the way to the date. And that's the one where I went, all right, I'm going to yeah. comment on your actual post now. And I just went, um, your ignorance is astounding because you're classifying murder as the only thing that can hurt a woman. Let's acknowledge date rape, sexual assault, rape, stalking, assault. All of these things statistically are not accurate because of the amount of times that they go unreported. Right. And the reason they go unreported is because of men going, it's not murder, it doesn't count. So I just, yeah. I don't normally believe in cancel culture. And look, I don't know that he's necessarily, I don't think he's a bad human being. What I think he needs, he's he's unqualified for what he's saying. He is unqualified. So for this, what so let saying. me let me let me back up. This the the original question she, or the original statement she made is she was just concerned about having somebody pick her up at her house for. She was. Date. I, so my understanding, correct? she was talking to a guy online. He yeah. wanted to pick her up for a date, and she didn't feel comfortable giving somebody she had like, a met in person her address. Totally. Like, so can we you, just give Kylie a round of applause? A yeah. plus, good girl, well done. So like, I, I mean, it's been, I, I mean, it's been, it's been forever since I was like dating, but yeah, you you would even even back even back then, like you would just meet people like in public places yeah. in case they you know turned out to be you know just, just a little extra buffer for yourself. So what I can tell you is that I've actually, this is probably a little too much information. I've never had a one-night stand. But I have been out on occasion and had the opportunity many years ago, obviously, to go back to someone's place or to someone's hotel room. And no matter how drunk I was, I always said no. Smart. 
And they were like, oh, we're having a really good time. Yeah, we are. We're kissing and we're laughing in the middle of a public place. But what's to say that you're not a psycho killer? Like, (laughs) what's to say that, you know? And, And if I go back to your place, which I don't know where it is, I don't know who you are. I like I get I get the drama appeal of the sexiness of it all. But my rational brain goes, <laughs> no. Sorry. Listen to too much true crime. Not gonna happen. <laughs> and because I and and so when I was twenty-five, I remember there was a girl in my area that I live in, met a boy on MySpace. Yes. And she went to his house. She met him at his house. And three days later, they found her body in a park. Yep. So it does happen. And I think realistically, and this is serious Rachel here, and we can go into whatever you want after this. Serious yep. Rachel here tells you one in three women experience some form of sexual assault in their lifetime. In my country, an average of one woman is killed every week by a partner or a former partner. So at what point do we want to keep telling women that they're ridiculous for being cautious, that they're stupid for Valuing their safety over a man's feelings. Enough is enough. We can't just keep telling girls to be scared and be prepared. We need to demand more of men. The interesting thing, the interesting thing when you mention this, like I automatically, like I shrug my shoulders and I'm like, she should just meet the guy in a public place. Like it's not, it would not. If somebody said to me, like, okay, so if I'm meeting somebody and and I um and and we were thinking of a like a place to be, like if she said, Hey, let's you know, let's grab coffee, let's do this, let's do that, like I, I wouldn't it, it would not be an ins- it wouldn't be an insult to me. Like it no. just would be logical. So yeah, I, I think I, I think what you're really uncovering is some real gnarly issues honestly with this with this uh person on on uh tiktok like that's a so the the statement itself is really interesting the fact that you then went back and started talking about statistic murder statistics you two points one of which you already made um that's not the only crime no. that happened uh it is under reported and two like even if the percentages are low, the absolute numbers of the fact that that actually happens is enough to say, don't freaking give somebody your address if you're meeting them for the first time. That's like, exactly it. You know, I mean, that's, that, that's just that, that, that to me. And so, I mean, again, it says a lot more time, actually you can tie this into the, to what we were talking about earlier with the lady at the shop, which is like this guy's response to the, the, to what was, being said on his original uh, video is is just very fascinating that like you can't just say you know what I was wrong like 
don't def- like don't start defending it with mm-hmm. bullshit. He gas um, he and- gaslit her. He shamed her. Yeah. And then he just buried his head in the sand. And unfortunately, I mean, I will say that the majority of the men that I know are not completely ignorant to the safety sure. problems of women. Sure. Um, sure. I think most men would be surprised to the extent that as a 13-year-old girl, I knew to carry my keys in my hand yeah. with one key yeah. pointing out because yeah. that's a weapon. I knew you don't wear your hair in a ponytail if you're walking alone because it's an easy way to grab you. I know that you don't go to the second place. If they're trying to grab you on the street, you kick and scream and make as much noise and as much fuss as possible because one of two things could happen. One, they're going to get sick of it. Two, you're going to get hurt, but you're fighting so hard, they're not going to take you to the second place because once they take you to the second place, you're raped or you're dead or both. Yeah. 13-year-old girls know this stuff. We know to be scared and to look over our shoulder when we go at night. We we know to, you know, I was a 19-year-old girl who got robbed on a public train sitting in the carriage next to the guard's compartment. I got assaulted and robbed in the middle of the day. It was 3 o'clock in the afternoon and a man took my belongings and he took my safety and any hope that I ever had that I was street smart, which I am went the minute that happened, my innocence was gone, was gone. And so it doesn't matter. Violence happens. It happens. You can't pretend it doesn't happen just because it doesn't happen to you. Well, yeah, mate, you're six foot whatever and you, you weigh 100 kilos. You're a bit harder to push over than a five-foot woman that weighs, yeah. you know, 40 kilos. Let's be honest. Yeah. And it just comes back to that whole thing of we victim blame. And, and I saw it happen with Evan Rachel Wood earlier this week when she came out against Marilyn Manson. And at what point do we just not believe women? At what point do we go, oh, no, it's about attention. It's about fame. Well, no, it's not about fame because she was famous before him and she's been famous after him. She is a respected, valued, you know, award-nominated actress. Yeah. Respected in her field. Mother. Who's saying her truth. So... We automatically, it just seems like as a society, we automatically go, well, what did she do to deserve it? And it makes me so sad because 50 years ago, women were in marriages where they were getting the shit beaten out of them. And I know that because that's close to home in my family. And people were saying, well, he's a really nice guy. So she must be doing something to deserve it. No. Let's just say, you know what? It's happened. It's wrong. Let's educate our boys and let's call out the people that are too ignorant and our girls. Let's educate our girls too because women are often, women are violent towards men too. I'm not being naive that that doesn't happen. Yeah, but I mean, we're, you know, again, I, I think any reasonable person knows yeah. that this, this goes. But I mean, just, you don't, you don't need to clarify that. I think that's pretty straightforward. 
But we just need to educate people that this is enough. It doesn't fly. Ignorance is not an excuse. Be better. Be better. That's it. Two words. Be better. Yeah. No, I I mean, that's the... Be aware. Like, just be aware that, one, everything isn't about, like, your perspective is wrong. Can be wrong. You can be wrong. It's okay. It's not all about you, douchepants. I wish I knew his real name. Douchepants. Because, like, if his Um, name was Steve, I'd be like, it's not all about you, Steve. That's that's hilarious. Um, I do want to call it while, while we're talking about this um, to be qualified to call yourself a therapist in the United States. One must possess either a master's or a doctoral degree. Good. Some counseling titles require a master's degree. And the, the, the other thing that people um, common questions, can you call yourself a therapist without a license? No, at least a master's in counseling, social work, psychology or uh, or along uh, or along with a state license is required. So there you go. We're not we're not all willy nilly over here. So good, good. I know here so. I can't call myself a therapist, but I can call myself a counselor with well, my qualification. You, yeah, but you and you've got the qualifications too. Yeah. Um. So, man, you were you were saving these rants. Jeez. Oh man. I am sorry. I just well, today's one just oh. sort of happened. That didn't. That wasn't planned. The one from last week. The one from <laughs> yesterday. Saved, I held on to you that. Saved it. I, I, I. Hey, man. I. I enjoy that you saved the rants. And if you <laughs> need to come on here and rants before you start rants with rage. Oh man. Good. Well, I'm good now. I'm ranted out. Good. 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 Talk to me. Um, a couple of things. Like I, you were talking about fashion, and I'm. I'm overwhelmed by the whole thought of like wearing actual clothes. I went and purchased actual clothes in the probably in the spring back when I thought, you know, we might end up back in the office at some point. So I have this really nice wardrobe of clothes that I don't wear. I've I've really taken to that whole athleisure thing all the time. Yes. So um so yeah, so that's that's one thing uh with the fashion. Um let's see what else uh my week we talk about my week yeah should we talk about my week okay so um i mentioned the the what we're doing for uh valerie with the fundraising um we were finally at work able to announce our rebrand so like when i've been saying that i've been working and i can't talk about this stuff for like months what we were doing is we were changing the company name change i mean it went from teespring to spring which seems kind of logical but like the stuff that goes in the marketing world, the stuff that goes into that, like you're changing everything from the visual appearance, um, you know, color schemes, layouts, things like that, also into like the tone of the writing. So we basically have done a complete inside out changeover of everything that we do, uh, which is which is super exciting. So that was um, that was another huge part of this week. Uh, and then I'm also, because of something I heard uh, that, that I actually heard yesterday on a podcast, uh, I'm going to be something that I used to do as I interviewed um, people from social media, like that were content creators, that were side hustlers, business owners, things like that. Uh, I'm going to be putting that out as its own podcast again. So no real formal structure or schedule, but I do have a couple interviews booked for that. So that that was kind of uh, thought of yesterday. Can as I well. be number 17? 
you you can all you know what even if you're like you know whenever you're interviewed you can always be number 17 yeah that's the shirt that's the other shirt once we figure out how long it takes you to get your and and it shouldn't be where's this the the shipment of your shirt i think should be coming from the eu warehouse so it shouldn't take as long as if it was coming from over here i was just being clever anyway it's just being funny you were being well, but I, but the reason I say that is your next shirt needs to just be number 17. Right? <laughs> <Right>. Yes. <laughs> and I, um, let's see. So yeah, that, that was pretty much, that's pretty much everything on, on my week. I will say, I, I know that you were, you were feeling kind of down this week and on the selfie that you posted on Instagram, I was really impressed because it looks like you had, it looks like your hair was blowing in that. I was like, about that so. okay so um that required me doing a hair flip three seconds okay. before <laughs> well no i mean i, I mean i, I it, it was definitely one of those let's do the let's do the pinup style thing um but yeah like I, I i noticed that was the thing that i noticed i'm like it looks like her hair's blowing in the wind here so it, it actually to to be completely fair because i'm not somebody that um I mean, I'm, I can be a bit thirsty with what I post on Instagram, but I'm not somebody that is overly thirsty in terms of uh, the amount of skin that I show or how I show it. Right. Right. And I sort of had had that photo for quite a while and never posted it because I was like, <laughs> I look fucking good. But there are people that I work with that are on my Instagram <laughs> and yeah. um, they can't see my stories, FYI. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Oh no, I just no, 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 no. And then the other day I was like, oh fuck it, yes. I need it. And and just a heads up for those of you playing along at home, a, a surefire way to know how I'm feeling about myself is anytime you see me put in my stories, hey Steven, do you want to do a different hair color? Which were well, actually put <laughs> I was like Hypothetically, if you could put my, if you could do my hair any color, what color would you do my hair? Willie Gillis said, "Don't do this." <laughs> yeah. That was his response to it. Stephen responded to me, going, "Don't do this to me." <laughs> to which I replied, <laughs> I replied something along the lines of, um, "I'm having a moment." Um, let me find it. Uh, he'd put a thing up saying how exhausting it was to be a hairdresser. And I'm like, it probably doesn't help when you have people like me who feel the feelings and think the hair to hair will change them. Um, so I love my re- red. What was his reply? He's not replied to that. It, it's basically like what I will get is because I go and see him on Wednesday. When I see him, he's going to be like, did you mean it? I know that he would love to do my hair really, really dark. He just thinks that my eyes will really pop. But why will Stephen not do my hair dark? Because I fucking love being a redhead. Yes, you do. Like 99% of the time. But when I have moments when I'm not feeling myself and I want to just blend, yeah. a little part of me goes, I'm just going to dye my hair brown. Mm, I still, I still think I know that's never going to happen. So, no. 
I, I, I've had it before. It's not who I am. But I do think that I actually was looking back at old pictures and my red now is very pink. And I used to have a very sort of burgundy red. So I'm thinking that's what I want to do. That it's a change, but it's still a red. And it's still a vibrant red. It's just a deeper vibrant than a brighter. You're like, I can't tell the bloody difference. It's okay that you can't because I can't. That's no, what I, I'm, I'm, here's what I'm, I'm tallying the number of conversations I've been involved in this week that are around hair. And it's very clear. I mean, people can see that I'm probably, I mean, I'm not someone that normally talks about hair. Um, it's pretty obvious as to why. But, like, I, I'm just tallying the, the amount of information I've collected about hair this week. Have I told you about the... Um... Have I told you about the scene in Fleabag when the hairdresser goes, hair isn't everything, and she's like, excuse me, hair is everything. We wish it wasn't so we could think about other things, but it is everything. <laughs> you know, I and and I made, um, I posted a, something on Facebook yesterday and like made a joke about like not having hair, but I honestly, I just, I wish I started shaving my head so much earlier in life. Like I was... I think I was 28 the first time that I did it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if I just would have started doing this, you know, eight years or so sooner, like it just, you know, I, I, there are times that I wish I had the option to like grow my hair out and do something different. But honestly, I probably would keep it super short, like almost buzzed if I had it, which is just not that much different than how I look now. So I like how you look now. I appreciate that. The, the biggest thing I have is when I go in every week and decide if I'm just going to take and trim my beard or like take the, um, the clippers all the way down to, to basically take the attachment off and just like shave the thing off. I'm not allowed to completely uh, shave my face clean because Stacy says I look like I'm 12. So I'm not allowed to do that. But, you know, it, it's always uh, – it's always a, a thing when I go in there to shave and I'm holding the clippers. It's like, all right, what are we going to do? Because once you start, uh, you know, shearing the thing off, it's, uh, it, it's, it is what it is, which is what I did this week, but it tends to grow back within like a week or so. so. <laughs> yeah. All this talk about hair. I just, I wanted to throw my, my two cents. No, away. you're more than welcome. You threw, you threw whatever you wanted to throw. Okay. We can do that. I'm glad that this is a safe space for me to do that. This is a safe space. It is. It's a safe hair space. Safe hair space. That's going to be the show notes. <laughs> safe hair space. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, that's going to be, yeah. We'll put that in there. Um, do we have a question this week? I thought the question was going to be how many days do you think it'll take for my t-shirt? Oh, yeah, but I think I we should have an actual question. I think we should too. What should the let's see? Um, probably should go for something white too. Why? Um, because I like layered it down with all my heavy. Well, I mean, I could. <laughs> we could ask a question about the heavy. I don't know. No, no, no. It's okay. No, we could. I'm trying to think. I like what I found is when we do light questions, we get more responses. This is true. And that's why we do this because we want interaction. This is true. 
but we did. I, I busted a number of people off after last week's podcast that clearly did not listen to the episode, even though we warned them in the story to listen to the episode. What, the nine people that I had respond to me that said they were 100% kind? <laughs> really? My favorite is there's a guy in the Aussie weight loss community, and um, I've known him since he was a little boy, <laughs> and his mom is also my Facebook friend. Yeah. And she sent me a message saying, I think I'm a very kind person. And I'm like, you are a very kind person, darling, but nobody is 100% kind. And she said, okay. And then she answered and she was like probably at about the 85% mark. <laughs> well, you know what? I, that, I, that, I can, that I can go with. Like, because you still have room for, for improvement. But anybody that's like, I'm 100% kind, you're full of shit. Yeah, you're a hundred percent a narcissist. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't say that out loud. You know what? I almost want to ask, what's your definition of a narcissist? <laughs> Somebody oh. who's a hundred percent kind. Yeah. Yeah. So you get a couple of responses. You, well, thank you. Uh, but is this um, like as fun as the definition of what's an empath? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that could be a, yeah. You know what? That, that should be the question. <laughs> oh my gosh. So or, just for those of you wondering at home, a narcissist, well, a narcissistic is a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need for excessive attention and admiration, which also leads to a lack of empathy for others. Yes. Yes. Well, and I, I do want to mention, uh, as I continue to jump further down the Jay Shetty rabbit hole, I sent you the podcast episode this week. That oh, I listened the, to that. Is, oh, I, I so I listened to that, which was basically I, I love how um, it, it was the difference between um, self-esteem or confidence is like what I was talking about it as versus your ego. And just listening to that, I was like some of it. I was like, oh. I totally do that every day on the ego side and then other stuff with the ego side. I'm laughing because like, I literally see that every day when I open my phone, like as soon as I open my phone. Um, it's one of so, those yeah. things. It's a recognition of your own toxic behavior is healthy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it, we all have it. We all have toxic behaviors. We all have narcissistic tendencies. We all have, we all have an ego. Like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. The id I mean, and the ego is how I learned about it at university. Well, yeah, I know. But like in, in common terms, we just say ego. Yes. So, but yeah, but yeah, that was the first thing. That was the first thing in Psych 101. They're like, it's actually, we're going to talk about your id and then it's not your ego, it's your super ego. <laughs> um, it wants what it wants and it wants it now. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. So any before, cause I'm now I'm trying to think of an ego question, of course, but like, so I, I listened to a couple more episodes of his podcast and then I got to the point where he's plugging his book that actually just, I guess came out. He was plugging it about a year and a half ago. It came out eh, six or seven months ago. So I had a credit on audible. So I, I'm actually listening to that now and I'm really, really enjoying it because it's not just, you know, the information piece. There's some real practical exercises in there. So it's one of those books that, I'm I'm listening to it kind of passively now. It's like a seven or eight hour listen, I think, mm-hmm. uh, and then I'm going to go back and do a lot of the exercises. So, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm 
and I listen to, so every, I do listen to the podcasts that I put out uh, just to kind of see where I can tighten things up or kind of see where my perspective is on some stuff. And I listen to a couple older episodes because if somebody, um, if somebody asks me a question on Instagram about something fitness related, like I'll answer it straight away. Um, but then I'll also go on to Spotify, type in my name and type in whatever the topic is and I'll send them like a podcast episode or two on it. Uh, but I, I, I was listening to one of these older episodes and like, I used to be a lot, I've gotten, I've gotten kind of chill lately. Like I used to be ranty like for entire episodes and I'm like, I was just thinking back to like kind of where I was with, with life in general a couple of years ago when I was doing that. I'm like, man, that edge might need, I might need to bring that back. So it'll be interesting to see kind of where that blends in with this. I, I'm, I'm really getting into the, the, Jay Shetty kind of be, you know, really working on awareness, attention and empathy, which honestly are things that I think that I, I mean, I, I have a, a, a decent amount of anyway. So now that I'm actually working on it, um, you know, that's, that's going to be interesting to see. And when I say that I have that stuff, like that's just, I've had people tell me that that's not just like a self-assessment of like, Oh, here's how awesome I am. So we'll see what happens. I in no way just snapped you <laughs> during our podcast. No, well, I snapped you during our podcast too. So you know, we gotta, we gotta keep that, we gotta keep that streak alive. Yeah, we're up to oh, eleven. Yeah, totally, like it's just, it's just now loading. Twelve seconds ago, <laughs> that's awesome. No, we're impressive, dude. We got a streak going. We got to keep that. We got to keep that shit going. So. I'm invested. You are, and you know what? You didn't think I could hang on Snapchat. Well, you know, I like to. There are people. Yes. That, there are people that say that I'm never wrong. The truth is, I'm wrong a lot in my life. I just don't advertise it. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's oh wow, that's that's a whole nother. Oh. You know what? I, I want to know people's definition of failure. That's what I want to know, because, um, gosh, we like if you look at the times that you're wrong or the times that things don't go the way that you want them to, like it's literally all the time. And for, for every handful of successes that people have, they literally have dozens, if not hundreds of things that they got wrong. Like, but it's, it's not a, it's, it's not a, a death mark by any means. Like you just, you know, learn what you need to learn and you move forward. And it's about perspective. It's, about, mm-hmm. it's so much about perspective. I remember I had my heart brutally broken yeah. when I was 24 this was the guy, the one, you know, we had even picked out our dog's names and Ah. like, literally, I don't want to just say he broke my heart. He ripped it out of my chest. He put it in a blender and then he put it through a mulcher and then he, you know, sprayed that mulch over everything. He ran through it and then he put, you know, a bulldozer over it. I was broken. And then I met a guy who exclusively dated plus size women and taught me how to love how I looked on the outside. He, his words, because words are weapons, people. His words changed what I saw. And I never felt sexy. I never felt like I had a sexy before him. And after that, I was like, man, I'm good. 
and it wasn't a forever relationship. And it's to this day, he and I, we, we spent six months together. He and I are Facebook friends. He just got engaged. I sent him a message going, I'm so happy for you. That's amazing. He and I, and I once sent him a message saying, I don't know whether you're aware of what you did for me. This is what you did for me. And he sent me one back saying he had just come out of a messy divorce and what he needed was somebody kind and understanding that made him feel like he was a good person too. I gave, he gave, I took, he took, and it was necessary. But if you had told me when my heart was going through the blender that what I needed was a six month relationship that wasn't actually really going to go anywhere to deal with that. Yeah. Some of the, the, you know, it's, it's a quote that I actually really love from Mally McBeal. And it's like, um, some of the best moments in my life have come after the worst moments. So I must be happy because why else would I be crying? And it's, it's just one of those things that, it's about perspective and it's about what you want to do with what you get handed. It's not about everybody getting handed an equal and amazing card. It's about what you do with the hand you're dealt. One thousand percent. Look at me being all profound and shit. You are like you're, you're, now I want to change the question again for like the fifth time. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm going to forget the question, right? I'm going to get up and do stories okay. tomorrow and be like, so, we have yeah. a question. I don't know what it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, so I... Hmm. Let's ask what their definition of happiness is. Or You know what? Um, let me see. What makes you happy? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we're gonna do that, and I'm gonna post about it. So, what makes you happy? What makes you happy? What makes you happy? And I will put the post up and tag you in my story so that you know what the question is. (laughs) What makes you happy? So I have to say it again. What makes you happy? So I don't forget it when I'm like, "What was the question?" Because we went through so much. So, um, this was fun. (laughs) This really was fun. Thank you for letting me get it all off my chest. I feel like a hundred kilos lighter. That's I, I I love that. No, I I, I love that you saved the rants. <laughs> you literally just let them out. So, I love that I can um, rant with you, and I don't feel like a bad yeah. person. Yeah. Well, and it's so here's here's the thing. Like rants, if you were to do this on a solo podcast, like you have to have a certain level of comfort and confidence with yourself because yeah, you're basically you have no one kind of steering you know where you're going. But like, yeah, having having me here, I can kind of sit here and like interject here and there, or, or redirect some things, or throw a couple sidebars in. So no, it was this was fun. This was good. And I think uh, I think when you uh, when you rant, you know, it's it's, uh, it's fun for me and it's enjoyable for people that are listening. So yeah, it's good. Yeah. Should probably give a uh, language warning. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I kind of, the, the almost dailies, I try to keep clean the one, anything else when I have people on, nah, whatever. So it's all good. So, all right, well, guys, let us know what makes you happy and um, we'll do it again next week. Sounds Save good. some rants. Maybe, maybe, like, maybe that'll become a fairly regular thing. 
I would say a weekly thing, but I, I don't know. I don't know if you can bottle up the rants. I'm not week. angry enough for rants every week. Okay, that's good. But um, I can bottle them up when they occur, so that I only discuss them on a Friday. And you can and you can snap me and be like, "I got a rant." Or what I'll do is I'll say, "Remind me about this." I can't. No, you'll never I, I, remember I though. Remember. I, I will not remember. I know. <laughs> I, I won't remember. I like. I have to. If I don't put it in my, um, if I don't put it in my calendar, I forget. And then if I don't turn on notifications for my calendar after I put it in there, I, I still forget. So, um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll figure it out. We'll work in the rants. I don't want to put too much of a structure on this podcast. I'm a good lord. We can't do that. I kind of like it. It's like fly by the seat of my pants. Yeah, but my ranty cool. pants. Ranty pants. All right. Ranty pants. That could be your podcast too. Ranty pants rage. Um, <laughs> we'll do it again next week. What do you Sounds think? good. Awesome. I'll talk to you then. Okay. Take care, my friend. <laughs>